0: This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High, Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warrior Mind use the pull down menu and look for the blog come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your rss feed or itunes and please share this with your friends neighbors and relatives if this is your first time listening thank you for coming if you're returning thank you for your continued support probably that's because we don't even know what self-improvement really means right it's- so if we're improving ourselves, does that mean we're faulty in some way? Well, no, but it's a, it's a good term to use for enhancing. It could be self-enhancement, um, any of those things. But it's something that we talk about, but we really don't understand what it means. Um, and there are so many ways we can seek out self-improvement. You know, if you look at the typical life coach, um, tool, the wheel of life, there's work, relationships, physical health, financial, all of those. And those all make up part of self-improvement because you, after all, are in the center of that wheel. And so there are many, many ways to seek it because there are so many aspects of ourselves. And we'll just go physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually at the basic foundation when you work on those th- those four components, you're actually working on self-improvement. But uh, sometimes, you know, we can make significant changes within ourselves if we put our mind to it and work with a proper coach and have goals that will address where where we want to go to and make sure we have the resources, right? We set ourselves up for success. We don't just say, oh, I'm going to do this and not realize how much effort it's going to take, or how many resources it's going to take, or you know how beneficial a coach would be. But we can make significant changes in our life. I've seen this happen with my clients that coach with me, um, you know, for six months to a year, and at the end of that time frame, their life is completely changed. And it's because they we help define where they wanted to go, what they want to do, the resources, the actions, the behaviors. All of that, uh, we, we move a lot of the limiting beliefs that have been holding them back. You know, and so, sometimes, however, you know, the same is true. You know, we can take small changes by taking small steps. Either way, either leaps and bounds in changes or small changes. If we're moving in the correct direction, that's all that matters. As long as we're moving towards enhancing or self-actualizing Again, we could start off with the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Take an assessment of where you are right now. Where do you want to be in six months? And that would be quote self improvement. So let's take a look at five goals that you could set. I've worked with, again, been coaching for almost 20 years. Worked with CEOs, individual contributors, athletes, you name it. I've coached with them, and. There are some goals that keep coming up with whomever I coach, and so I kind of put my favorite five together, Um, and we're going to go over those now because this might be a good target for you um, if you're on that path for self-improvement or personal development, we could say. So the, the the first one, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you should know that this is not a surprise, but establish a fitness program. Not, yes, and I do, you know, walking is part of it, but it is not it in totality. We want to take a look at the fitness program as far as your strength, your cardiovascular, your mobility, your flexibility, your hydration, your nutrition, all of that comes into play and to establish a fitness program can be pretty significant for most people Um, the average person that i coach with goes to the gym for about an hour but they don't track their progress they don't do any cardio or they do only cardio and no strength training they do no mobility or yoga they hardly put any steps in they, they don't monitor their water and their nutrition is sadly lacking. So establishing a fitness program is probably the simplest thing to do. It's probably not the easiest because of all the access to online programs. If you haven't done one, um, access to a CrossFit box would be the best way for me to recommend going. But You know, take a look. Are you, you know, the shape that you want to be in? Can you walk up five flights of stairs without being out of shape? Guys, if you had to, could you put your family on your back and climb down a rope from a second floor window if your house was on fire? Would you have the strength to be able to save your family? If not, you may want to start looking into a fitness program. Again, this is pretty straightforward. Um, but many people don't do it. Organize your finances. This is another one. People uh, um, often come to me and um, out of sight, out of mind, right? If they don't do their budget, if they don't see where their money's going, if they don't track their expenses, they think everything's okay, right? If the if the bills are getting paid, everything's great. Well, maybe that might not be the best way for self improvement or personal development. You may want to look at a goal on how much you want to have in savings by the end of each quarter, or the end of six months, or the end of the year, and then determine what you're going to do that, do with it. Uh, T. Harvecker, one of my mentors, had a great system called the jars. It was six jars, and I can't recall all of them offhand, but it was necessity, education, play, tithing, long term savings, financial freedom account, and uh, uh, big expenses. And you would put those into, you would put money into each one of those every single time you got income. It didn't matter where. Came from, so take a look at organizing your finances. Do you have a budget set up for your vacation, for a new car down the road, for college education? Do you, you know, are are do you have the lowest interest rate on your credit cards? What you know? Do you know where your money is going? This would be a tremendous um, development on your part as well. You know, Death clean your house. So uh, some of you may know I'm my uh, nationality is Scandinavian. My uh, dad was born over in Sweden, and my mom's parents were born over in Sweden. And there's a great book out there, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, and that is to take a look at your house, look at the stuff in there, and get rid of it before your survivors have to get rid of the stuff. And you look at it as what is really important to you. Yes, there's a lot of things that, oh, I remember this, this, this piece of yarn was on the, on the door handle to our hotel. And we say, well, you know, all that kind of stuff. You just have to look at and really clean your house and minimalize it, right? Keep the things that are very dear to you. Um, obviously, books are important. However, if you haven't read them in a long time. Maybe consider donating them or, you know, giving them a second life someplace else. Part of the concept of the um, Swedish death cleaning is giving the things that you have a second life. If, you, if you're holding on to them and not using them, they're not benefiting anybody. So why not donate them and give them a second life for somebody else to utilize and have fun, whether it's your clothes, whether your cookware, whether your books, whether your CDs, whatever else it is. But when you can clean your house, you will be cleaning your mind at the same time, as in, so without. And one of the best ways to get our thoughts together is to clean A mess, not a relationship mess, although that does help, uh, a physical mess. And so you may want to start with one room a week and clean up that and do a Swedish death cleaning in it. Or you may want to be very ambitious and get a couple of Red Bulls, turn on some music and go for it for a weekend. Whichever way, you'll be amazed at how good it makes you feel and how open the, the space in your home will become. Repair broken relationships. This is clean up the mess, the other mess, right? The relationship mess. We have broken relationships, and when we say repair, it doesn't mean you have to be friends again with that person. Um, there's a great book, that uh, Radical Forgiveness, that I studied when going to the Center for Spiritual living here in Colorado Springs, and it takes a really different perspective on forgiveness. But broken relationships can just weigh us down because one, we give it, you know, if it's unfinished, our mind holds on to it. So we want to be able to finish that relationship, whether that's have a closing conversation, repair it and get back together, but leaving it broken and unfinished, it's always going to be in our mind because our mind likes things to be finished. And if it's not, it keeps it there. So you may have had a relationship, a fight that you had with a friend five years ago, and you're still not talking to him. Well, what good is that doing that person and you? Just set set up some time. Again, you don't have to be friends again, but you can at least resolve or come to an agreement to disagree on whatever that topic was but really consider repairing some broken relationships evaluate your career this there's another great book out um, called the second mountain and it talks about the first mountain is our early our entree career we get into a corporation we start to climb the corporate ladder we get all the accolades the rewards the house the vacation the car etc 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 and then we tend to lose interest in that career we tend to find it less fulfilling because we got all the material things but it's not filling our soul and so the the concept is now that the, now that you're at the top of your first mountain take a look and see what your second mountain is and that second mountain is more based on your purpose in life and the things that bring you uh, fulfillment. So evaluate your career. Because if you know if you go, yeah, I'll do it next week, well next week will come along and you'll say next week, next week. And pretty soon, you know, if you're lucky, you'll still stay in this the same career 10, 20 years later, but also you'll be in the same career 10, 20 years later, and not feeling fulfilled with what you are doing. So there are a lot of uh, career value assessments Coaches can help you tremendously. I have worked with a lot of clients, helping them decide what's important about a career. And the worst thing to do is look at the job title and the name. No, we want to, what is really important to to you about a career? What are those aspects of a career that's important? And then forget about the title, forget about the work function. Then we can go search for companies that support the values that, that you love as well. So, the, the, these are just a few of the goals for, you know, your personal development and self-improvement. But just keep in mind that there are many ways we can improve ourselves. So, so many. Um, Sometimes all we need to do is take a step back and reevaluate our position in life and going, is this where I want to be? If I didn't move from this position anymore, is this where I'd want to be? Most of us hopefully will say no so we can live into our full potential. Remember, you are in control of the choices you make to improve Yourself and your life. You are always in control because as long as you have a choice, it's your control. And most of the time, we always have choice. If the choice, the results of a choice we make or don't make may not be pleasant, but we are the ones making that choice. And so when we have that power, we can decide the choice. So be bold, be courageous. Take those five um, goals, print them out, put some objectives next to them, some steps that you're you're going to take, reach out to a coach, and just get it done. If you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. Um, While you're there on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Be. If I didn't move from this position anymore, is this where I'd want to be? Most of us hopefully will say no so we can live into our full potential. Remember, you are in control of the choices you make to improve yourself and your life. You are always in control because as long as you have a choice, it's your control. And most of the time we always have choice. If the choice, the results of a choice we make or don't make may not be pleasant, but we are the ones making that choice. And so when we have that power, we can decide the choice. So be bold, be courageous, take those five um, goals, print them out, put some objectives next to them, some steps that you're you're going to take, reach out to a coach and just get it done. If you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. Um, While you're there on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet Every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.